I love it when the kids ask questions, don't you? What's that mean? Why is he riding a donkey? What does Hosanna mean? It's a great, it's great, because we learn things too. And I, I find myself um, having a few questions uh, today on this Palm Sunday. I'm, I'm wondering about a number of things. I wonder, I wonder if the disciples thought that Jesus was sending them on a fool's errand when he told them to go by a nearby village to a nearby village and take some stranger's animals. I mean, would you do that? Did he really expect someone to loan them a donkey or two without some assurance besides the Lord's needs them? I mean, you'd think they'd want to sign a contract or something. And why did Jesus suddenly want to ride? During the three years his disciples had been with Jesus, they had never known him to ride anywhere. He'd always walked, and they had walked with him. What was Jesus up to? I also wonder about the crowds who had followed Jesus and were now standing around waiting for something to happen. There are other people there besides the disciples. They have been gathering, coming to Jesus all along and end up coming with him to Jerusalem. And for some time, they've been traveling that road to the city, and now they're nearly there. In fact, they can see the city across the valley as they stand on the Mount of Olives, the ridge just east of Jerusalem. But instead of going on, things have just come to a halt, and two disciples had been dispatched on some errand. They were so close. Why had Jesus stopped? What was he waiting for? Most of all, I wonder about Jesus. The Gospels make it clear that Jesus chose to go to the city of Jerusalem and that he knew that he would suffer and die there. For the once he had spoken to his disciples about what was going to happen to him, and now the time was upon him. It seems to me that as Jesus waited for his disciples to return, that he stood at a crossroad. I don't mean that literally, although it's possible that he had stopped at a place where the main road to Jerusalem was traversed by some side roads going to nearby villages. But I think he was actually at an emotional and spiritual crossroad. I imagine him standing there running through all that had gone before in his mind. His childhood in Nazareth with Mary and Joseph. His baptism and the 40 days of prayer and fasting in the wilderness, teaching in the synagogues and by the Sea of Galilee, healing those who were ill and feeding those who were hungry for hope and for bread, tense confrontations with those who didn't understand him, and long conversations with the men and women who had entrusted their lives to him, and prayers, so many prayers for guidance and strength and courage Prayers that had led him to this time and place. And now Jesus stood on the Mount of Olives, looking across at Jerusalem. I have no doubt that he knew exactly what he was doing. His choice in Jerusalem from the Mount was a deliberate one, for it was reputed to be the place on which the long-awaited Messiah would appear to herald God's final just judgment and justice. To ride into the city on a donkey was also a symbolic choice, hearkening back to ancient prophecies that said the Messiah, the descendant of Israel's great King David, would come to Jerusalem riding on a humble donkey rather than a great war horse. And yet, as Jesus stood there, 
I wonder if the side of the thousands of tombs that cover the side of Mount Olives is actually one great cemetery. I wonder if the sight of those tombs gave him pause. He would have known that the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, had increased the number of soldiers in the city during the Passover holiday, and he was all too aware of the animosity, the growing animosity of the religious leaders toward him. Surely, Jesus had second thoughts about making his way into the city over which he would weep, the city that would ultimately reject him. He could change his mind, after all. He could simply turn around and go home to Galilee, find a wife, raise a family, maybe teach a little on the side. Or he could satisfy his disciples' yearnings and the crowd's enthusiasm and ride into Jerusalem and then back off if trouble developed. I wonder if Jesus thought about choosing one of those options Today, I wonder about us, too. I wonder if we, too, stand at a crossroad on this Palm Sunday. The choices that Jesus faced are, in a way, our choices, too. We can simply enjoy this time of fellowship and music and prayer and then go home to life as usual, unmarked by the experience. Or we can allow ourselves to be part of the crowd that walked with Jesus and ponder what it means to call him our King, our Lord, our God. We can enjoy the momentary triumph of Palm Sunday and then gloss over the rest of the week and go straight to the wonder and glory of Easter. Or we can choose to stand with Jesus as he debates with the religious authorities in the temple to sit at table with him as he shares a final meal with his friends, to pray with him in the Garden of Gethsemane. We can choose to watch as he is tried and sentenced, to weep with the women at the cross, to wait in the silence at the tomb. We can come to worship, check that off our to-do list, and go about our daily lives. Or we can let our relationship with Jesus to change the way we speak and act and let him guide the way we do business, the way we treat others, the way we interact with the needy, the way we vote and buy and care and love. We can be content with honoring Jesus as teacher and friend who loves us and makes us feel safe and comfortable. That is a totally valid thing to do. Or we can seek to cultivate a relationship with him as our Lord and Savior, the one who loves us enough to die for us and who calls us beyond our comfort zone into a life of service and sometimes suffering for his sake and for the sake of the world. I increasingly believe that our nation and our world also stand at a crossroad and that whether we will or no, we will be called upon to choose either to live out the values of a self-centered, me-first society or to take the risk of living out our faith and following the one who stood at that crossroad above Jerusalem so long ago and who promises to be with us always. The one who made the choice to put God and us first.
when the disciples arrived with the donkey. Jesus stood next to the animal, stroking its neck as he bowed in silent prayer. Then he mounted the donkey, turned its head to face the city gates, touched his heels to his flanks, and started down the road to Jerusalem, the road to the cross. Thanks be to God. Amen.